us Christian homes Homes where the Bible is loved and taught Homes where the Master's will is sought Homes crowned with beauty and love has wrought God give us Christian homes God give us Christian homes Verse 2 God give us Christian homes Homes where the Father is true and strong Homes that are free from the blight of wrong Homes that are joyous with love and song God give us Christian homes God give us Christian homes Verse 3 God us Christian homes, homes where the mother in caring quest strives to show others your way is best, homes where the love is an honored guest, God give us Christian homes, God give us Christian For the last, God give us Christian homes, homes where the children are led to know Christ in His beauty who loves them so. Homes where the altar first born and glow, God give us Christian homes. Christian homes, God give us Christian Put your hands together, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. you may have your seat let's celebrate Mr. and Mrs. Bombs good morning ladies and gentlemen I want to welcome you especially to the third service here at the Elevation Church today it's indeed a special service for us as we celebrate love and commemorate growing and thriving uh, marriages, as we front load the goodness of God in our homes, as we refuse to celebrate uh, uh, failures in marriage, as we commensurate with people who may have experienced any setback of failures in their homes or in their God-given relationships, but we uh, refuse to be held back by that to also celebrate homes that are working knowing surely that we can draw inspiration and knowledge 
from both parties from time to time. If you're here today and uh, maybe you've been in certain partnerships, certain relationships, or uh, maybe even marriage that didn't pan out well, we want you to know that God is with you. God loves you. In spite of our errors, God still uh, wants to walk with us to take us into the fullness of his will for our lives. And if there's anyone here today as we celebrate love, as people renew their vows in this service, if you uh, maybe not married or have been married before, I want you to allow God to use this opportunity to paint a great picture to you of the things that he can do and what he can work out in our lives when we seek his wisdom to help us through our journey in life and destiny. God is, uh, you know, like the psalmist described him in Psalm 23, a great psalm of David, where uh, uh, David introduced God to us as the good shepherd. And that was before Christ came. And when Christ came, he buttressed it in the Gospels when he said, I am the good shepherd. But in Psalm 23, David, in his deep meditation, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He said, he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He said, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I shall fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And sometimes relationships can be like the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> but God is always there with us if we choose to hold on to the revelation of him as the good shepherd, as the great shepherd. So he walks us as we meander through the paths of life. Valleys, mountains, plains, and all kinds of situations that we find ourselves from time to time. It's always there. I said, even when you walk through fire. And some people are here today, you've been through fire in that relationship. But yet you're still together. And that's what we celebrate today as we renew our vows in this service. I also want to welcome everyone joining us online. We've decided to make this uh, also a service that goes online, uh, uh, live from here. So right here from the Pieces Conference Center in Lekki, Lagos, I want to welcome you from wherever you're joining us from, from all around the world. Uh, it's a special service uh, for us this uh, um, 11 a.m., uh, a GMT plus one service today, and I want you to take distractions away from you and uh, be here fully. And if you are with your spouse, I want you to also prepare to join us as we exchange our vows at the time uh, as we go on in this service. Before we go into the vow renewal exercise, it's our custom to get into the Word of God and share from the Word of God, and I'm going to do that uh, in a very uh, brief version today, and um, we're going to one or two other things and eventually uh, exchange our vows. And for everyone here, uh, if your spouse is not in the service and your spouse is somewhere else right now and you can reach them, when the time comes, you have a permission uh, to put a call through to them, uh, to do a video call or something, and you, they, they can still be a part of this experience with you. And same for you online, wherever you are around the world, joining us right now, 
uh, if your, your spouse is not with you and you love to be a part of the experience, you can also like, put a call through to them and get them to be a part of the experience. All right? Uh, we're going to read a portion of the scriptures. I want to title this short sharing today, How to Behave Like a Christian in Relationships. How to Behave Like a Christian in Relationships. How to Behave Like a Christian in Relationships. Romans chapter 12. We're going to read from verse 9, 10, 11, 12, and maybe verse 13 also. Romans chapter 12. Uh, we'll display that on the screen and we're going to read it together. And whether you are here live or you're online, I want you to join me as we read together Romans 12 and verse 9. Uh, is it on the screen? Can we go? One, two, go. Romans 12 and verse 9. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Verse 12 together, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. And verse 13, distributing to the needs of the saints, Given to hospitality. Praise God. I said praise the Lord. As we get into this time of brief sharing, I want all of us to come to terms with one thing that is very important. I personally had to come to terms with it in my journey uh, of marriage, uh, which will be 18 years uh, in, in a couple of months that I've been married. In this last about 18 years, I've had to come to terms with the fact that my Christian life is supposed to be lived out 100% within the confines of my marriage. You know, we say it all the time that charity begins at home. We can also say that Christianity begins at home. Living out my true Christian life starts from my most important relationships, how I live out my experience, my relationship with Christ, uh, is to reflect through my God-ordained relationships. So today we're talking about marriage, but we can stretch this discussion a little bit. Some people get into business partnerships, and the people you're in partnership with cannot attest to the fact that you are a Christian. Because the way the partnership is going, the way your eyes shine, when figures are mentioned, the way you demonstrate lack of trust and you are always on people's necks, ready to fight if need be, I mean, ready to wrestle people down and box them and call them out and call them names if need be, when it comes to, you know, money or how the partnership is going to pan out, we cannot, I mean, we cannot see that you have a measure of resilience, resilience which comes from faith in God, not man. Knowing that wherever God has put me in a relationship, in a partnership, in a companionship, 
He who has planted me there, as it were, protecting me in there. If Christians, if we will be able to trust God more in our relational life, we'll have more peaceful relationships. Because a lot of the time when, we, when it looks like we've handed out our lives over to a partner, we think that it ends in that place. We, we, we forget that God watches over my life even when I put it in the hands of my spouse. Is somebody sit with me today? Yeah. Many people are so afraid. <laughs> so afraid of letting or releasing their lives into the hand of somebody else. Meanwhile, according to God's original intention, which we have been exploring during this teaching that was started three weeks ago, Genesis 2, verse 14 and 15, very instructive. Sorry, verse 24 and 25. Yeah, 24 and 25 of Genesis chapter 2, very instructive. 24 and 25, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. Somebody say one flesh. You see, the concept of one flesh, we can preach it from now till next year and we won't exhaust it because it, it, it reverberates through uh, everything. But verse 25 is, is, is as strong as 24. They were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Nakedness is practiced in an atmosphere of trust. When you trust somebody, you, will be, you can be naked in every ramification. Financial nakedness, emotional nakedness, physical nakedness, spiritual nakedness, everything. It only tries in an atmosphere of trust. And that's where most people get it wrong because we struggle to trust people. So many people are in relationships and marriages that are bringing the worst out of them rather than bringing the best out of them. You know, you can be in a relationship that brings your anxieties and your insecurities out very strongly. I was talking to someone fairly recently who approached me and said, PG, you, you know the truth? I don't like what this relationship is bringing out of me. A married lady said, I'm not perfect, but I didn't used to lie like this before I married my husband. But now I lie, I just lie. And he, was, he said, and he was the one that brought, because he said he lies. So I just said I will just match him. Yeah, I'll match him at his game. So the guy will go out and you say, where have you gone? And the guy, you know, the guy will say he's in the Kohimi while he's in Festac or Abuja. Yeah. And after a while, the lady got so frustrated, she also started to cover up a lot of things and drawing unnecessary boundaries. So the spouse asked a question, she will answer, you know, because she, wants, she just felt, look, I need to protect myself as well. That's, that's an atmosphere that's devoid of trust or any form of nakedness or transparency or accountability as the case may be. That's not the will of God for us in our marriage. As a Christian, I'm supposed to live a transparent life, peaceful life, a life of trust and honesty, and it starts from trusting God with my life. Now, Paul was praying somewhere 
He said, pray for us that God will deliver us from reasonable, I mean, unreasonable men and wicked men. Wicked and unreasonable men. Now, in life, we know how to deal with those two types of people. Time will not allow me to unpack it today. You will encounter uh, both the wicked people and the unreasonable people. But if you are married to someone, maybe 95 or 99% of the time, you will not see evil and marry evil. But a person can be unreasonable. Are you still with me today? Yeah. If, you, if, if you are, <laughs> you're married to someone and it's supposed to be both of you Christians, and now today you're saying the person is evil, you yourself are evil. Because it's difficult to, make, to bring evil out of someone <laughs> if you don't have an element of it in yourself as well. And then you're supposed to have been able to see that evil before that time if you're truly in Christ. Is somebody still with me today? But is it possible for somebody to be unreasonable? Yes. And when being unreasonable is taken to a very great height, it's borderline wickedness. And I know. <laughs> I hope I'm not taking this too far. <laughs> but I just want to explain something to somebody here today. The protection that you need for wicked people is very huge boundaries. But when you talk about somebody that's unreasonable, uh, we, we, we don't raise boundaries. We seek to understand each other. And we live out our Christianity so we can meet each other, you know, halfway. Because as I live out my Christianity, you live out your Christianity, my level of being unreasonable starts to reduce. I start to manage my expectation better. Because I'm a child of God, married to another child of God. Are you still with me today? Very quickly. Living out your Christianity in your relationship. One, love without hypocrisy. Love without hypocrisy. Like we see it, I mean, we read it in Romans chapter 12 and, 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 and verse 13 there. Let love be without hypocrisy. Yeah. We need to understand that love requires truth and sincerity if we get best out of it, the best out of it. It has to be with truth and sincerity. Love is beyond feelings. When we get to the thick and the thin of marriage, the feelings, you know, which are often very fickle, start to wear out. And we have to live out practical love. Love is not a noun. Noun. Love is a verb. Love is beyond emotion. Love is practical action that you and I have to take. Is somebody see here with me today? That's why the scripture says, you know, in the foundational scripture that we read, Romans 12, uh, verse 9, 10, and 11, there, it said, we shall abhor evil and cling to that which is good. That's, that's real love. That's real love. Love must be without hypocrisy. We don't suck up to people that we love. We're transparent to them. We, we, you know, we, we, we resolve issues. We don't behave, we're not two-faced when it comes, I mean, we're not trying to be who we're not when it comes to real love. Intimacy is into me, you see. So you look into me and whatever you get is what it is. That's real love. Love must be without hypocrisy. If I choose to love without hypocrisy, I will leave my Christianity out in my relational life. Secondly, the diligence to do the work. The diligence to do the work. 
We also saw that in, 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 the, in Romans chapter 12 that we read there. I think verse 11 says, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Yeah, not lagging in diligence, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. There's a measure of diligence that I have to live out in my relational life if I want to bring my Christianity into it. Whenever you see people faffing, whether at work or at home, not willing to put their best foot forward, bring their A game on, no presence of mind, like I was saying last week, whatever you see, uh, the grass is greener on the other side, it's because somebody's watering it. If nobody's watering it, it's astroturf. Yeah, it's not, it's not real green grass. Any grass that is green is watered by someone. Are you watering your spouse? Are you watering that relationship? Are you watering that partnership? This babe that you want to marry, are you watering her? This guy, this dude that you want to bring home to mama, are you watering him? Is there, is there, is there some work that is going into that relationship? We kind of over, overemphasized this today. I think we stretched this a bit last week. Where I was saying that, look, many people work on their physique, their body. I saw a guy, one of our uh, leaders here, or I think it was on Saturday or Friday or so. Oh, I said... <laughs> I said, you, you've been working all right. He said, yeah, PG, yeah, 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 you can see, you can see. So he had a muscle top on. So I said, oh, so now you're trying to show your color. You're wearing muscle top. He said, ah, it's the reward of my labor, you know. And was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So, so, some people, you know, you put all that effort into your look, your physique, you know, your wardrobe, your this, your that. But the relationship itself is neglected. Uncatered to, completely neglected. Some people put all the energy into their career. You are always doing one course or the other. SCCA, CFA, EVFA, uh, you know, everything, you have everything. But yet, you, you, you have zero investment into your God given relationships. And if you're single here this, this morning, please hear me out. Get used to investing in relationships before getting married. If you don't invest in your relationship with your parents, with your siblings, you don't call them on the phone, you, 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 you don't show any enthusiasm about those relationships, you don't invest in your relationship with friends, maybe from high school or from wherever, Former colleagues that really show enthusiasm about relating with you and being friendly with you. They are honest with you. They open their hearts to you. If you don't get used to investing in those relationships, when you get married, you will lack capacity for investment. Because God brings people into our lives. He wants us to use them as, as you know, punching bags or, you know, a place of trying out how we're going to live our love life out. That's what God has in mind when he brings people into our lives. So if you're single, I just want to encourage you. Measure your investment in your God-given relationships. It's your, it's your trial run. It's your dry run before the real thing. It's your reaza. If you don't want to struggle in marriage, you need to know how to check on people. You need to know how to send gifts to people. You need to know how to, how to care about people's special days. You don't have to be married to them before you know how to care about their special days. I mean, if you can't remember any of the birthdays of your siblings as a single person, uh, there's a possibility that you'll be forgetting your spouse's birthday. 
Because you're not used to it. Am I, am I preaching good today? Yeah, yeah. But you're too silent on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's the truth. People, we need to come to terms with that. There's a diligence of work that needs to be done. And the areas where we need to be diligent, let me quickly run through that and I'll pick maybe two more points and I'll close this. Uh, we need to be diligent in the area of visioning, for instance. As you go on with your marriage, one of the greatest investments you can make into this marriage is continuous visioning. Capacity to continue to, you know, to come up with vision uh, for your home. That's one area where we need to walk. As we renew our vows today for couples that are here, couples online, please invest some time in visioning. See, what guarantees attention is clarity of vision. Habakkuk 2 and verse 2 say, write the vision, make it plain upon the table, that it may run that reads it. So the vision is yet for an appointed time. But the reason why I'm not going to be weary in this relationship is because there's a vision that I'm running after. When there's no vision to run after, you, you, you can run out of gas, run out of steam, and start to second-guess the relationship. But when there's a shared vision, a common vision, something that binds us together, something that holds us together, something that, that pumps our energy, that we are both passionate about, and that we have resolved that this is where we're going, this is what we want to achieve, then we don't run out of gas easily. All who believe say amen, somebody. Amen. Yeah, we don't run out of gas easily. We keep going. So we need to invest in our capacity to, for visioning together. For casting a vision for the next 10 years. For the next 20 years. For talking about how we want our kids to pan out. So we can invest. And as we see it, it encourages us that God is with us. And many more things can happen for us. That's, that's one of the strengths of my own relationship with my spouse. I mean, from day one, we started visioning together. We wrote down things. We wrote down goals. This is what, how we want this to pan out. This is how we want that to pan out. And as we hit a particular milestone, we know that we celebrate the goodness of God because this, this is the power of agreement that is at work. And it's God that is doing it, not us. Not because we're special. But we're leveraging the power that he has invested into agreement. One, we chase a thousand. Two, ten thousand. Glory be to Jesus. So it's important that, that we, 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 we make such in, in investment, you know, in quality decisions as well. Quality decisions. Quality decisions. We need to make investment in quality decisions where, you know, we, 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 we find depth in each other. Iron, sharpening iron. And we don't take each other for granted when it comes to decision making. Another way to make investment is in the area of commitment. In the area of commitment. Many people who get into relationships, relationships that will get into marriage or existing marriages, sometimes we'll get to a point where we don't value commitment again. And people misplace involvement for commitment. Couples that are here today, as you renew your vow, I need you to understand one of the things that renewed vows should do to you is that it should strengthen your resolve for commitment, not just involvement. Many people remain married based on involvement. We're putting up an appearance. We don't, we don't want, want our family members to say something about us. 
we don't know what our church family will say, you know, and all that. So we, we, we just put up an appearance, and it's like involvement. There's a difference between involvement and commitment. Yeah. In the story of, like we say, in the story of bacon and egg, the pig was committed, the hen was involved. Can I say that one more time? You know, when you serve a platter of English breakfast, you have bacon, you have ham, you have egg, you have, you know, all that, uh, green tea and all that. But when you look at the bacon, for instance, it is the meat, the flesh of the pig. The pig had to lay down his life, just like the Bible says in, in Ephesians, says, husband, love your wife, Ephesians chapter 5, uh, as Christ loved the church, that he laid down his life. That is commitment. They slaughter the, the, the pig and then take bacon for you to eat. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But the hen will just come and release the egg poof, and walk away. That is involvement. It doesn't involve life. It just involves something, small something that I do. Many people just want to do small things and move on. Marriage in the image and likeness of God is not just an involvement, it's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. And singles who are in this service today, it's a great opportunity for you to be here to, to, to hear this. Build abyss of commitment while you are still single. It's going to help you a great deal in marriage. Build capacity for staying power. That's commitment. You know, people like to jump from one thing to the other. You stay there and build this thing. Build this thing. Many relationships break, especially in dating relationships, for flimsy, flimsy stuff. Somebody kept me standing. What the heck? Who does he think he is? You know, that's what people say, right? Who does he think he is? And that's it. <laughs> Just that pride and lack of commitment to be able to say, oh, can I, can I cut him some slack and probably just make some excuse for him or her? Maybe uh, uh, something happened at work. Maybe he got into traffic. Maybe, you know, she, 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 she just misplaced a time reference or something. And, I mean, and the person had gone and that's it and that's it and I don't want to see you again. Yeah. Let me just speak. Okay, I, I, I'll pick two more and I'll, I'll wrap this up. My time is up, I know. <laughs> Kindness. Can you hear me whisper this word to your neighbor? Say, be kind. Oh, can you say it again? Say, be kind. Okay, if the person is your spouse, say, be kind to me. <laughs> Empathy and selflessness. It's very important if we're going to live out our Christianity in our relationship. I hold you that responsibility to help you to see your blind spots and not to amplify it. I, you know, uh, uh, that, 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 you know, just that wisdom of being there for people. Ephesians 4, when you read from verse 25, it says, so stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. For we are all part of the same body. All part of the same body. So when we realize that we are all children of God, part of the same body, we're family. 
Even in marriage, I'm a child of God, you are a child of God. There's a level of kindness that is required. You know, some people, I've counseled people before where the wife would say, PG, you know, in this church, many people think my husband is a very kind person. But the truth is that I've been married to him for five years. I've never experienced any form of kindness. In fact, a lady described it to me one day that they came to church. In this church, they came to church. She was carrying a baby. The baby had uh, the car seat or pram or whatever. Had that. She, had, she also had a handbag and the baby's bag. And she was carrying the baby and carrying all those things. And her husband parked the car and walked past and then saw someone <laughs> who was carrying two bags and collected one. I thought they said charity begins or starts at home, right? Yeah. Some people are kind outside, but they are not kind to their neighbors. The God-ordained neighbor with whom they are supposed to walk the path of destiny. And that, that moves me to, you know, the next thing, which is, in the same way we're talking about kindness to so our spouses and our neighbors, just to be nice, to be kind, civility. This idea of somebody says one, I say ten. It's not kind. Be generous. And let's start with your spouse. Let it start with the person that you're dating. Be generous. Demonstrate ongoing generosity. It's important to be generous with money, to be generous with resources, to be generous with your time. Yeah. To be generous with your prayers. Sometimes some people say, I don't have money. Be generous with your prayers. Yeah. Be generous with your time. If money is not available, you be available. Yeah. Be available. This is how to live out our Christianity in our relationships. God is called, one of his covenant names, El Shaddai. More than enough God. The big breasted, breasted one. The nourisher of the whole universe. How come he has not dried up? Because he's always generous. The liberal soul shall be made far, the scripture says. And he that waters shall be watered back. Some people just have a way of saying, you know, uh, if, when, after I paid school fees and the rent, can't be buying suya. What kind of thing is that? Yeah. Just suya or suya. Just suya. <laughs> From small suya, we're already going to school fees and house rent. Meanwhile, the, that same person may be leaving work and, uh, and the, the, the friend at work or colleague says, oh, are you driving through Ikoi or to, you know, Glover Suya, Glover, Glover Road? Can you help me buy Glover Suya? I say, oh, no worry, I'll get that for you. I, I got you, I got you, you know. And you look at that person, oh, how generous. But if it's the spouse, they say, hey, after school fees, after house rent, which one is Suya? Suya call. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching online and you don't know Suya, Suya is barbecue, all right? Barbecue, that's, that's Lagos barbecue. <laughs> that's Nigerian barbecue, you know. Yeah, so, so that, that's, that level of generosity in mundane things, in little things. When the money's not available, like I said, be generous with your time. Be generous 
with, with, with your, uh, uh, you know, your availability. Be generous with your prayers. And last day today, last day today, so I don't take all the time. Last day today, speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love. Colossians 4 and verse 6 says, let your speech, New King James Version, Colossians 4 and verse 6, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt. You see, there's a way that you speak and everyone you're speaking to knows you're speaking uh, to the king in them or the queen in them. You know, we say uh, uh, to every human being, uh, when you speak to them, you can either be speaking to the fool in them or the king or, or the queen in them. And the one you speak to is the one that will respond to you. Yeah. So many people in, in loving relationships have perfected the act of speaking to the fool in their spouses. So the fool in them respond to you, double portion, press down, shaking together and all that. And then everything starts to scatter. It's time you learn to speak to the queen in your spouse, to the king in your spouse. That's what it means for your words to be seasoned with salt, to be full of grace. Many of us are very cautious at work. We are the prim and proper at work. But you speak to the important people in your life, you take them for granted. You speak to them anyhow, starting with your spouse. Thank God for the children that God has given me. And thank God for the way that they have had liberty in my home to be able to speak to me and my wife. Because sometimes when my daughters correct me, I feel like becoming my dad. But I tell myself, this is a new generation. Old things have passed away. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can imagine saying, uh, um, hey, oh, uh, you, dummy, carry that thing. Say, Daddy, say, please. <laughs> From where to where? I pay your school fees. I'll still be saying, please, before you carry my plate. Okay, please carry the plate. Yeah. When we started all these things, it was not easy. But now I've gotten used to it. And when you carry the plate, thank you. Thank you, my love. Thank you. God bless you. You see this new generation, children? Yeah. It's either you agree to do the right thing or they, they bring the fool out of you. Because you are going to get angry so much <laughs> and so misbehave <laughs> that you forget yourself. I hope, I, I hope you are getting what I'm saying. And it's important that we understand that that's actually how to live as a Christian. Yeah. To be civil to be cautious, to be respectful, to be kind, to speak the truth in love. You know, all this one of, I'll say my mind, I'll say my mind. You can win an argument and lose a friend. Which one do you want? Yeah. Do you just want to win or do you want a relationship? Because many of us are always fighting for our point and our rights, forgetting that when you get into a real God-ordained relationship, you actually have to submit your rights to certain things and literally put your life in the hands of God through the hands of your spouses. That's how a Christian relationship will work and thrive.
will you lift your two hands with me today and say, Lord, I receive grace to live out my Christianity in my relationships. Say, in the name of Jesus, every God-ordained relationship that will lead me to my destiny, I will not mess them up. In the name of Jesus. Say today, I receive grace to recognize, enable us, catalysts, help us, companions that God has sent into my life. I will honor them. I will not disdain them. I will represent God well in my dealings with them in the name of Jesus. And if you're married, it starts with your spouse. It starts with your spouse. If you're married and your spouse is here, can you put your hands on them right now, where you are? Put your hands on them. If your spouse is not here, you can just put your hand on your heart because your spouse should be in your heart at all the time. Put your hand on your heart. And I want you to, to just say a prayer right now. Just say a prayer. Just say a prayer. Just say a prayer. Just say a prayer for that person that God has connected you to. That, Lord, I receive grace to honor. I receive grace to respect, to be civil, to be a Christian in my dealings with this person. I want you to receive that grace right now as you pray. Pray it consciously. Pray it consciously. Pray it consciously. Pray it consciously. I receive grace to speak kindly to this person. I receive grace to be generous with my resources, to be generous with my prayers, to be generous with my time and with my affection towards my spouse. I receive grace to live out my Christianity in my dealings with this man and this woman. I receive grace. 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 If you are in a love relationship that will result into a marriage, I need you to pray the same prayer. Pray the same prayer. Pray the same prayer. Pray the same prayer. If you are not in a relationship yet, receive grace to practice these things in the relationships around you with friends, with siblings, with parents, with colleagues at work right now. Because that's your preparation ground. And God will find you faithful and meet you at the point of need maritally. Father, we bless your name today. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Our Father, we thank you for the entrance of your word today. As we have sown the seed of your word, let it germinate in every life. Let unions and relationships here be turned around. As we lead your sons and daughters in the exchange of their vows, we ask everlasting Father, let the heavens open and let grace be released. Grace for resilience. Grace to keep keeping on. And for everyone here waiting for the manifestation of your grace for divine connection, for their marital destiny, as we celebrate the grace that you have released already, let grace be released over them as well. We thank you everlasting Father. In the precious name of Jesus.
now still in the attitude of prayers before we go into the vow renewal exercise with all that's bowed can I pray for anyone here today who may be saying PG I'm far away from God I want to rededicate my life to Jesus somebody who may be saying I know I said a prayer before to submit my life to Jesus but I backslid into sin and I, I, don't, I don't want to form in God's presence I want wholeheartedly to be able to say Jesus come into my life because I want to release my life to him or maybe you never said a prayer before but you're here today and God ordered your steps into this place and he wants to meet you right at the very point of your need. God is still in the business of saving souls, forgiving sins, and ordering people's steps. And, and just walking them into their destinies. I want to pray for anyone who is saying, I want to give my life to Christ, or I want to rededicate my life to Christ, because I know that this relationship is broken, and it needs to be fixed. And this is the time to fix it. If you are right here in this auditorium, or you are online, and you want to be a part of this prayer, if you are right in the auditorium, can I ask that you lift your right hand above your head? I'm going to pray for you. If you are online, this is the time for you to go to the chat room and let us know I'm making a decision to follow Jesus. I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. Let us know that you're making that decision right now. Thank you for that hand. Thank you for that hand. Thank you. If your hand is up, I want you to lift it well. You're lifting it to Jesus and the one to whom you're in your hands today. It will come into your life and you will never be the same again. You will never be the same again. If your hand is up, can you stand by your chair right there where you are? Just stand. Just remain where you have or stand. Stand with me and let's say a prayer together. Stand with me and let's say a prayer together. Thank you for standing. Thank you for standing. Thank you for standing. If you are online, like I said, please go to the chat room. Let us know you're making a decision. Our ministers are right there online. They're going to connect with you and, uh, and, and be a blessing to you as you follow through. Uh, with, with connections that they will try to make with you right now. Right, I want to say a prayer together if you're standing or if you're online joining me with this prayer. I want you to say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I ask that you forgive me my sins and that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Say, I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. Fill my heart with your spirit. And give me a new beginning with you. In the name of Jesus. Say today. I declare. That I'm born again. And I'm a child of God. No longer a slave to fear. No longer a slave to sin. No longer a slave to destructive habits. I'm now free. And I'm a child of God. And I will serve you Jesus. The remaining days of my life. Thank you for accepting me just the way I am. If you just said that prayer, I want you to walk to the aisle that is closest to you and towards the back. Our ministers are there. Just for about five minutes, they, 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 will, they will be with you and you'll be back with us just in five minutes. Ministers, can we please give them direction very quickly? Please, just, just, just follow through. Can you help me direct the guys here, please? Ministers, yeah. Let, let's just follow through uh, with that and they'll be back with us very, very quickly. All right. Again, I want us to appreciate all the bold people making a decision for Jesus today. Come on, somebody, let's appreciate all the bold people. It takes, it takes boldness and courage to follow Jesus even at this time. Come on, let's do it a little better. Let's do it a little better.
All right, another housekeeping stuff that I want to do before we go into vow renewal is let's give to God so that after now we know uh, that we just take our announcements and go home. Yeah, let's give to God. Please package your offerings if you want to give. Uh, the envelopes are at the back of, of, of the, your seat, whether in front of you or at the, your back. Please pick an envelope if you're giving cash or check. If you're doing a check, do it to the Elevation Church. Um, if you want uh, a preference that you give electronically and that's being displayed on the screen, you can do a wire transfer, USSD code, um, or your bank app. If you have the GT Bank app, for instance, we're listed on it, you can give through that. There's so many ways you can give and be a part of how God is blessing lives at the Elevation Church. Uh, and uh, the Bible says that if the heart remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. This is your seed time. And this is not just a donation to a good cause. It is your worship. So I want you to worship the Lord with your substance today. And he that sits in the secret will reward you openly. And cause the heavens to open over your household, over your businesses. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Let's pray over our giving today. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give to you today. We recognize that you are the giver of all good things. We love you and we worship you with our substance. And according to your word, you said, the word of the generous grow larger and larger. So we ask, Lord, as we demonstrate generosity towards your kingdom, cause the heavens to open over us in things that money can buy and in things that money cannot buy. Let help be released for your people. Let the heavens open over each individual. Let the things that we have been looking for, look for us this week. Let the people that we have been looking for, look for us this week. Let help locate us this week. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious name. Somebody shout a believing amen. amen. Thank you for giving and worshiping God with your substance. Our officials will move around to take uh, the offering from us for those of us who are giving uh, uh, with uh, cash or check. Uh, and uh, for everyone giving online and everyone watching online, we appreciate your giving and we trust God who, who honors our worship and our sacrifices uh, to pour out his grace and his over you and over the work of your hands in Jesus' precious name. And all who believe shall they believe in. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, praise God. I love to invite the love of my life. My sweetheart of, uh, of 20 years from dating <laughs> to marriage. Please welcome with me, Pastor Bolaren Wakinabi. Now again, if you're still with us online, I, I, I want to celebrate you for keeping uh, uh, the date with us and remaining with us. Uh, like I said before, if your spouse is with you, this is the time for you to join us uh, as we uh, coordinate this session of the service. And if your spouse is not with you, you have a permission uh, to please uh, put them you know, up on phone or, or however it suits you to be a part of this exercise. So if you want to be a part of the exercise and you're right here in the auditorium, this is the time I would ask that you please rise up on your feet. Let's appreciate all the couples as they stand. Come on, let's do it a little better. Let's, let's appreciate everyone renewing their vows this afternoon. All right. Today, 
those of us who are standing, I honor you that you are still together. You've made it this far, not because you always feel the butterfly, <laughs> but because you've been committed, like we've shared in the message of today. You know, that's why we say that the most important part of a marriage, a wedding, is the uh, wedding ceremony, for instance, is the commitment time where we pronounce our unconditional love for one another. This renewal or reaffirmation of your marriage vows is more significant in so many ways than even your wedding vows. And I will explain. You know, it's one thing for you to say, I do once, <laughs> and change your mind. But it's another thing for you to continue to say, I do, until your death do us part, and you stick to it, like the postage stamp <laughs> at the back of the envelope, until it gets to its destination. That's what you've done this many years. We salute and celebrate your courage, your tenacity, your resilience through all the, the scars, the weaknesses, the things that you have seen. You know, some of us uh, on our wedding day, we literally <laughs> made a commitment to fantasy because we did not know the people that we're committing to. But if you're like me, after three years, after five years, ten years, after 15 years, for some people here, after 20 years, after 30 years, your commitment is no longer to fantasy. It's the real deal. Because you've seen everything, yet you still do. <laughs> so today we celebrate your courage. Like I said, we celebrate the grace of God over your life. And we celebrate how you allow the Holy Spirit to keep you together. Uh, so it's time for us to renew our vows again today. Can you turn around and face your spouse? Right. We take the charge. Okay, we have many people joining us on Zoom and they, they are displayed on, on the screen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, people joining us on Zoom. And I know there are other people joining us on other social media platforms. So as you, as you face your, your spouse, please face me. <laughs> she was looking at the screen, fascinated with the screen. All right. I'll start with the men. Men, I want you to know, I want you to look, sorry, I want you to look into your wife's eyes. I charge you now before God and all these witnesses to accept this woman as a gift from God. You are to love her unconditionally, to accept Every part of her, including those parts that irritate you. 
being joined in holy matrimony, two has become one. Therefore, to reject any part of her will be in essence to reject yourself because God sees you as one. You are to love her sacrificially as Christ loved the church, putting her needs before your own. You are to love her and let your love be an example of Christ's love for us. Ladies. Likewise, ladies, I want you to look into your husband's eyes and I charge you now before God and all these witnesses to accept this man as a gift from God. You're to love him unconditionally, to accept every part of his being, including those parts that irritate you. Being joined in holy matrimony, too, has become one. Therefore, to reject any part of him would be, in essence, to reject yourself, because God sees you as one. You're to love him sacrificially, as Christ loved the church, putting his needs before your own. You are to love him and let your love be an example of Christ's love for us. All right, it's time for us to exchange our vows. Uh, and I will also start with the men. But you look straight into the eyes of your spouse. And I want you to please say this after me. One, two, let's go. Before God and all these witnesses, I renew my commitment to love you. I promise to cherish you as God's gift to me. I promise to respect you and to accept our differences. I promise to share my feelings and to forgive you. I promise to pray for you and to love you and to encourage you. I promise to grow in loving God with you. I promise to support you in serving God and fulfilling God's purpose for you. I love you with all my heart and I will for all my life. With God's help, I will make our home a place of joy as long as we both shall live. In Jesus' name. Now ladies, I'd like you to repeat these vows after me. Looking into your husband's eyes, I want you to repeat these. Before God and all these witnesses, I renew my commitment to love you. I promise to cherish you as God's gift to me. I promise to respect you and to accept our differences. I promise to share my feelings and to encourage you. I promise to pray for you 
and to forgive you. I promise to grow in loving God with you. To support you in serving God. And fulfilling God's purpose for you. I love you with all my heart. And I will for all of my life. With God's help, I promise to make our home a place of joy as long as we both shall live. Amen. Amen. All right. Just one more thing to do. Yeah. It's a good place to hug, but just hug. Yeah. For now. All right, one more thing, and that's the ring. Still facing your, your spouses, you know when you got married, you exchange the ring. Um, I, if you can, I want you to grab their hands. Well, grab is not a good word. Hold. Softly and gently. <laughs> and uh, if you can help to just remove the, the ring... And just put it at the tip uh, of the fourth finger in the left hand. And I'm going to start with all the men in the house. Just put that ring at the tip of the fourth finger on the left hand. We all know that the ring is a symbol of commitment and resilience. Men, as you put the ring at the tip of the fourth finger... On the left hand, I want you to look in, again into the eyes of your spouse and understand that our commitment and resilience is everlasting. It's going to last forever. So I want you to say this after me. This ring I give to you in token and in pledge of our constant faith and abiding love in Jesus' name. So slip it in gradually. All right, let's appreciate all the men. Likewise, ladies, I want you to hold that ring just at the tip of the fourth finger. And I want you to say these words after me. This ring I give to you, I give it to you again in token and in pledge of our constant faith and abiding love in Jesus' name. Now go ahead and slip that ring on. Amen. All right, let's appreciate all the ladies. Still standing for all the couples and everyone joining us online. Uh, if you can remain standing with us, we'll appreciate that. We're going to say a prayer right now. And then I'm going to make a declaration. Just like the declaration that the priest made on your wedding day. All right. I want us to bow down our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all the couples here today and everyone joining us online. 
we celebrate you as the giver of all good gifts. Again, we receive our spouses as good gifts from heaven. And we thank you. Acknowledging and understanding that no man can receive anything except it's given from above. So we thank you, the giver of all good gifts, for giving us men and women created in your image and your likeness with love for us in their heart that you yourself planted. Lord, we pray today that this love will continue uh, to prosper in our hearts in the name of Jesus. That whatever may be cutting short love in other people's lives, whatever may be killing and destroying relationships out there, we'll not be able to destroy our own relationship. We raise a shield and a covering of the blood of Jesus over every home joined to this service. And we decree peace upon you in the name of Jesus. We decree that your joy will take a new turn in the name of Jesus. We declare a season of divine provision in your homes in the name of Jesus. We declare where love has run dry. Today, Jesus, like the miracle of Cana of Galilee, we decree that wine will continue to overrun in our homes in the name of Jesus. We speak peace over every home. We speak peace over every heart. And we declare what God has joined together. Nothing will put asunder in the precious name of Jesus. Satan will rebuke you concerning these homes. We command you to lose your hold in the name of Jesus. We declare the seeds of discord are uprooted. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we uproot roots of bitterness. And we command a new season of joy, a new season of peace, and a new season of love. In every home in the precious name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We celebrate you, the giver of all good gifts. And we thank you because whatever you do abides forever. Let his homes abide. Let your name be glorified. We thank you, everlasting Father. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a believing amen. amen. Alright, I want you to turn around again, face your spouses. By the authority committed unto me as a minister of the gospel and according to the ordinance of God and the law of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, God, having joined this, uh, uh, these two together, let no man seek to dissolve this union. I hereby declare again <laughs> I hereby declare you again man and wife. Gentlemen, you may kiss your bride. Come on, let's put those hands together and celebrate Jesus. All right. All right, for, for all the couples in the house, hope you are not tired yet. Now for the next, like, 10 minutes, we want to rekindle something. Yeah. For all the singles in the house, this is a time of vision for you. Somebody today, you will catch vision. 
in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. For all the couples joining us online, I wanted to also celebrate this moment with us. We have couples joining us from across Nigeria, from Port Harcourt, from Abuja. That's the information I'm getting. We have couples joining us from the U.S., from across North America. We celebrate you. We thank you for joining us today. As we go into this time where we serenade each other, we want you to enjoy the moment with us. And for all singles in the house, we also want you to enjoy the moment with us. It's a time to rise, to dance. Uh, uh, and we do this just for a brief moment, and then we'll bring the service to a close. Are we ready? Are we ready? Please receive with me Mr. Femi Flames and the Elevation Priest of Praise. All right, you want to stand on your feet? If you know the song, come and join with me. Mm -hmm. I will never find another love sweeter than you, sweeter than you. And I will never find another love precious than you, precious than you. You're close to me, you're like my mother, close to me, you're like my father, close to me, you're like my sister, close to me, you're like my brother. You are the only one, you're my everything. And when everybody sing it up, I say, Oh, I can hear you.
You came around on my way You changed my whole scenery With you I started shining beauty Oh, who couldn't make a brother sing An ordinary thing, a supernatural thing And oh, you are the one that made me smile Make me flow like a boat Come and go! You are my African queen The girl of my dream Can you remind me of a thing You make my heart go tingly gally Hey, I, you are my African queen Yeah, girl of my dream Can you remind me of a thing And that is the African queen Yeah, just like me, young you stand as one day, I'm standing one. Yeah, I look into your eyes, girl, what I see is paradise. Yeah, you captivated my soul. Now every day I want more. I cannot deny this feeling, I'm feeling inside. Oh, no one can ever take your place, you never take your space. That the fact I cannot erase. You are the one that make me smile Make me float like a bottom for the night And you are my African queen yeah. A girl of my dream yeah. Remind me of a thing You make my heart go tingly-gally Hey, I, you are my African queen yeah. A girl of my dream yeah. You remind me of a thing and that is the African beauty You are my African queen And I know, yes I know You are my African queen And I know, see I know Here we go I know what I am feeling in my heart and in my soul Oh I know that it is love Yes I know that this love was surely sent from above You're the only one that I think of hey, You are my African queen And I know that it means that you're the only one that I will serve I give you my heart, my love, my body and my money Every other thing you think of Hey, in a man who could think anything better than you who could think of ever hurting you? Sacrifice my whole life, give it all to you. You are my African queen, for real. You are my African queen. The girl of my dream. You take me where I've never been. You make my heart go tingling and in. Oh, I, you are my African queen. The girl of my dream. Remind me of a thing And that is the African beauty
like fine wine. I can see you are all drunk. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Please sit your good selves down. <laughs> Congratulations once again. Congratulations to everyone who's renewed their vows today. May the wine of your love continue to get stronger and stronger in Jesus' name. I understand we have couples joining us from Port Harcourt, Abuja, United States, uh, online. We want to help them celebrate everyone online who's renewed their vows today. I'm sure you're having just as much fun as we have you've enjoyed and we've had right here. Right, um, let the celebration continue. Um, as you leave here, spoil your spouse. 
What did I say? Spoil your spouse. I have just a few announcements and I'll get out of your way as the celebration continues. Uh, please remember um, this Wednesday, 6.30 p.m., we're here for Switch. And it's just to continue to take a deeper dive in the conversation that we started since the beginning of the month. We're going to be uh, just discussing how to enjoy effective communication in our marriage. That which God has started, uh, the new level, the new realm that you have stepped into today, uh, you will not descend in the name of Jesus. So um, I'll ask that you please find time to come, like PG said when he was sharing, it's important for us to continue to invest in our relationship, not just our career. So we're going to be talking about, you know, um, communication in marriage. I've titled this one, Honey, We Need to Talk. Uh, so please be here, 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday. And if you can't join us physically, especially those of us who are watching online, please engage on all of our social media platforms. We'll be there. Uh, and we hope that you will join us as well. Um, the last of the quarterly vigil uh, for this year, the Night of Increase, will be happening Friday, 1st of October. I want you to just celebrate God uh, for another amazing time as a church that will gather and just spend time praying and worshiping and trusting for awesome manifestations of God's grace. Night of Increase um, is a quarterly vigil that we have here at the Elevation Church, and we enjoy so much manifestations of the presence and power of God at these gatherings. The last one will be happening uh, 1st of October. 1st of October is a public holiday. Uh, the Independence Day for Nigeria, the Independence Day celebration for Nigeria. And so we'll be here 7 p.m., and that will run till 11. Uh, please plan to attend, and I can assure you that you will enjoy unusual encounters. Uh, we also want you to extend invitations to people that you know at this time um, need an encounter with God. Uh, we've themed this one, Recover All. Um, another really, really fantastic news our newest expression, the Ikui Church, is launching 10th of October 2021. And we are excited. Um, the Ikui Church is uh, located at the, currently, uh, we'll, we'll launch at the Colonnade Marquis beside the marriage res registry uh, on your way down the Alfred Rowani Road, Ikui. Uh, many of us ply that route. And we know the marriage registry. Right after the marriage registry, we have the Colonnade Marquis. And um, the church is going to launch 10th of October. 10th of October, uh, there will be an art exhibition and drama production on Friday, the 1st of October, at the same venue at 12 noon. So um, we want you to please invite people to be part of the exhibition and the drama production. The drama is titled EJ. We'll have two shows. One will start at 2.30 and the next one... Um, we'll start at 4.30 p.m. We have invitation cards available uh, for you to pick at the Ikoi Church stand just right outside the auditorium. Uh, so as you exit, please remember uh, that the cards are there. Pick and use that to invite, you know, friends, family, loved ones that you would like to experience uh, this new uh, expression of the Elevation Church that we're starting in Ikoi. Um, our um, Global Leadership Summit video cast is going to happen on the 5th, on Friday the 5th and Saturday 6th of November 2021. Uh, this is one of our flagship leadership development um, video cast uh, that we have here at the Elevation Church and we do that in partnership with the Global Leadership Network. Global Leadership Network has this major conference once a year where they bring some of the 
brightest minds on the subject of leadership uh, to speak to uh, different perspectives, different um, as, as, the, as uh, you know, the body of knowledge around leadership continues to evolve, they bring new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and they use that to empower leaders from all over the world. And uh, Elevation Short has subscribed to that since inception, and uh, it's what we do every year. We gather uh, uh, different expressions of the church, and we engage the, uh, the content via videocast. And so um, that is going to happen Friday 5th and uh, Saturday 6th of November, and we have three venues for this one. We're going to have um, this location as Pieces Conference Center as a venue. Um, we're going to have Pieces Hub uh, Maryland uh, as a venue. And we're also going to have TNT Event Center, where our Greater Lake Church is located, also as a venue. For registration, if you register early, that is between now and 30th of September, you get a, uh, a discount. And your registration fee will therefore be 2500 if you register after 1st of October, you would have to pay a thousand naira extra, 3,500. And if you wait until the event day, you will pay as much as 4,000 naira. So I encourage you to register as early as possible um, for this one. Please go to the information desk to process your registration. Um, and also we have different um, um, categories of registration as indicated on the screen. Praise the Lord. Right, um, we have uh, uh, a special train that has been put together by Pistis Life and Leadership Institute, an institute set up by the Elevation Church to empower people, different cadres of leadership in different spheres of leadership. And we have this special uh, training that has been put together uh, titled Building a Future-Proof Workforce. Building a Future-Proof Workforce, Understanding and Leading Millennials and Gen Z. It's a two-day course running from uh, 24th uh, of September to Saturday 25th, 9 to 4 p.m. daily. Very full, very rich course. And we have a very rich faculty of business leaders, some leading blue-chip organizations who are going to be faculties. We have um, Solushola Rodney Adewale, a partner at PwC Nigeria. We have... Uh, um, in Kendilim Bego, the CEO of FutureSoft, we have um, Ayo Ibaru, COO, Director, uh, Real Estate Research, not Court Real Estate. We have Eric Idahi, Vera Capital Management Limited. We have Mr. B.C. Adeyemi, a CEO, DCSL. And these, um, uh, you know, uh, established and profound leaders will be engaging us on the subject. The cost fee is 75,000, so this one is not free. And um, I want to encourage you to um, register, register your team, uh, and um, also help spread the word. Uh, if you register with upwards of five people, you will get up to 25,000 discount. So it's a great deal for people who want to come with their team to be a part of this. Um, I have fantastic news for all the couples who renew their vows. We have uh, 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 a photo booth outside um, set up for you to take pictures and, and what we want you to do is please as we exit the hall our, our photography team are on ground they will use your phone to snap your pictures so that you can get a good uh, um, image against uh, the set that's out there and then they can hand that over to you we want you to uh, capture memories of today but as much as possible also uh, not take all the time so that everyone that in, in, intends to take a picture 
can engage. Once you walk out the hall, you would see the photo booth just on your way to the, to the gate. Our photography team are on standby to help you uh, engage um, and to snap great pictures that would continue to preserve the memories of today. So you want to uh, do that at the end of the service. It's time for us to bring the service to a close. I'm sure you had the blast. Please help me appreciate Pastor Gorman and Pastor Bola for the awesome, 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 awesome service experiences we've had today. Um, so our exit protocol remains the same. We will take the closing charge. Um, we will sit down and then the protocol team what an amazing service today what a powerful word from our colleague pastor love in his image i've been impacted by that message and i know that that message has also done something to you so i pray that this week god will give you grace for resilience in your marriage in your relationships in the mighty name of Jesus. For those of you that are single, I pray that God would help you in this season. If you are tired or you are about to give up, I pray that in this season, God will bring a partner your way in the name of Jesus. I also pray that God will deliver you from time wasters in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us. Um, we want you to follow us on all of our social media platforms at Elevation NG. Follow us and receive notification for all of our services. And also, we have a community of people all over the world who have identified with the Elevation Church. We call them the online church family. Uh, they want to be a part of your story. They want to be a part of your journey. So please visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org. Click on connect with us and we are going to respond to you. We are going to reach out to you. We are going to add you to our community of family and friends all over the world. You can also follow us on all of our social media platforms online at TEC. Also send us an email, onlinechurch at elevationng.org. Thank you once again for joining us. God bless you. See you next week.